Hey, Charlie. Hey, Giovanni. You want to be on top? I'll do it for the view, darling. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's next top model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Aya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the original You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I'm joined, like I always am, by my co-host, Dr. Giovanni Anaya, chair of the film TV and media department of the ANTM Institute International. Back again. He's never going out of style. Dr. Anaya, welcome back to the pod. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I hope we're ready for another lesson because this one's a big lesson. The lesson you gave me last time has already faded. So I do <laughs> come to my office. <laughs> well, we have a returning topper on the call with us today. Could you reintroduce yourself to the panel? I'm back. Hello, everybody. It's me, Jacob Lehman. I am a graduate student at the University of Notre Dame and certified topper, I would hope. I don't know where my badge is, but I'm waiting on it. It's in the mail somewhere. It takes four Um, to six weeks. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Well, the semester will start again by that time. You're a gold star topper, if you ask me. Yeah. That's nice to have you back. Thanks for joining us. We're going to get right down to business discussing today's episode. It is cycle three, episode seven. Well, this episode starts off like any other episode. Actually, no, because no no girls were reflecting this time around. They're playing The Floor is Lava, and they are jumping around on their beds, Um, except for Cassie, who is extremely melancholy. Cassie is like reenacting Les Miserables in her bedroom. (laughs) What's that one song she's singing? Someone take me out of this hell I'm living out of? (laughs) She's serving Anne Hathaway, shaved head, single teardrop, tumbling down the cheek. It's giving an Oscar performance. Yes. Yes. Um, she's calling her boyfriend on the phone. All these girls just be calling up their boyfriends when they're depressed. I wouldn't know the feeling, but good for her. They're not <laughs> um, useful. <laughs> um, um, she says that models are just super busy. And yes, you're busy being booked, I would hope. Mm-hmm. And they don't have time for boyfriends. And then he's like, well, I'm not moving to, to New York City. I'm not leaving Oklahoma. Um, no, sir, the tornadoes will move you away. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> but she's like, I don't want to let you go. Meanwhile, Takara's just laying in bed. Um, and then we get a hard cut to a full ass <laughs> rotisserie chicken just sitting by her bed just while chilling. she puts a while she puts a plate of grapes down that she was just eating. And Yaya's like, What is with the chicken? And she's like, I might just eat it in the middle of the night. And Yaya's like, that's not okay. And then uh, Takara's like, my mom eats in her sleep and she reenacts her mom sleeping. And I'm like, "Um, I don't think that's good for anybody. (laughs) That's that's Ambien. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what? Takara loves herself. So you know what? Let her be her and let her eat her rotisserie chicken at 1 a.m. And she is ready to break the norm of modeling. Um, And then we get a hard cut of Narelle in the kitchen talking about how much she admires Tokara for her confidence. And she says she wants to be like her when she grows up. Um, But she also wants to be less, less flabby and more Abby. And I have a problem with that. 
Well, she also says that she doesn't say it in direct relation to Takara. She says it about her own minuscule flab. Her pooch. Uh, girder. Her pooch, she calls it. Yeah. Yeah, which is not there. Well, Tyra calls by phone. Apparently, the U.S. Tyra mail service must be on strike. <laughs> and she says the girls need to meet her dressed for panel with heels and comfortable shoes. So then they find Tyra at a showroom somewhere. This could be People's Revolution before it was People's Revolution. Oh, what? Crossover. Tyra says they're going to go on go sees to experience a day in the life of a model during Fashion Week. The winner will get a rack of clothes with pieces from each designer, including Diane von Furstenberg, Nett Lepore, Mark Bauer, Cynthia Rowley, and Nicole Miller. All the girls get portfolios of their best five shots slash all they have, <laughs> and they're told to give big personality at the meetings. And I feel so sorry for some of those girls because you know girls like Anne. Anne. Like five, just five Anne. Shots. <laughs> yeah, just Anne's flipping through her portfolio and she's recalling like, the judges being like, this is the worst photo of the week. This is the worst photo of the week. This this is the worst photo in AMTM history. I'm sure someone gets so that far. So far, it's it the worst photo in AMTM history, yeah. but we'll get to that bridge when we cross oh. it. <laughs> All right. So they start out by going to Nicole Miller, who is giving big Connie Britton and White Lotus energy from top to bottom. It's giving fried hair is what it is. <laughs> Conditioner girl. <laughs> and somehow, even though Tyra was like, hey, bring extra heels. Amanda forgot to bring her heels. So she's just walking around in like really comfortable shoes. Crocs? So after that, go see Crocs. One can I saw Crocs. Well, and she borrows Norell's shoe. Shop. So she's wearing a size and a half too small. Yeah. But Tyra's a, Tyra's a poet wearing sizes. Wearing shoes is two sizes too small for her. So Amanda should know better. Are you okay? <laughs> I jip stroke. <laughs> it has been a long day. <laughs> so after the initial go see, Anne, Eva, Cassie, and Takara, along with Amanda, run in to get shoes, but they miss the next car to the new go see that they have. This makes everyone late for the second go see with Nanette Lepore who shames the entire group for being about 20 minutes late. Amanda claims to take full responsibility during her go-see, which makes Nanette very upset with her. And Yaya, feeling the need to explain herself, tells Nanette that she was on time and waiting in the lobby along with Nicole and Norell. The next meeting is with the iconic Diane von Furstenberg, who likes the girls with personality and a walk. She notes Takara would be great for people looking for that kind of model, whatever mm -hmm. that means. Whatever that means. Not Diane, not the president of the CFDA. <laughs> and then after that, they go to Cynthia Rowley, where Takara struggles with sizing. Amanda bows down to Cynthia, which I found a little odd and slightly yeah. concerning. Oh, I, mean, I, would do that, I would do that too. What are you talking about? I absolutely would not. Okay. No. Cynthia was like, what do you love about me, girl? Tell me. You wouldn't do that if you <laughs> met Jasper Johns? No, there's only one person I put, get on my knees for. Anyway, <laughs> is it Jesus? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so a little quick recap. Yaya was nailing every single meeting. They liked her, thought she was stunning. Uh, but last up was Mark Bauer. Mark Blah. Is, yeah, Mark Blah. Who thinks Anne, of all people, is ready to model. With a big ass question mark. Mm -hmm. And that Cassie's hips are way too big. And he tells her so. Which is, you know, exactly what Cassie needs to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe she'll eat more brownies. 
afterwards, after the ghosties, Takara worries about her place in the competition since none of the designers really could dress her, which is a shame because they know that she was coming. It's not like she just showed up there and was like, oh, we have a big girl to dress. I was not prepared. And like, Diane, you make jersey wrap dresses. They fit everyone. Right, for real. Like, And then she put her in all black. Can't she get a print? <laughs> um, and then Norelle sat too because Norelle came in dead last. Um, rightfully so because she's a terrible walker. Well, she's only just learned how to walk in heels. I don't even give a shit. If she I just think she's learned. just learned how to walk. <laughs> it, it, it appears so a fucking baby she deer looked like has a drunk deer gra- trying to ice skate absolutely a, a, a baby deer has more grace than norell does should we cast norell or baby bambi bambi definitely bambi flip a coin bambi has neck and legs <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's delicious <laughs> i was about to say has the childhood trauma that any of these girls have at any given moment <laughs> If wow. anyone needs therapy more than any than anyone else, it's Bambi. Bambi, <laughs> Bambi needs therapy. Um, Nero calls her mom for support. She's like, "I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. Maybe in the future." And Nero's mom's like, "You're good enough right now, like a good mom." So yay to to Nero's mom. A good mom. We love a good mom. The next day, the girls go to dinner at this Australian restaurant called the Scent Burnt Cow. Um, what a strange name for an Australian restaurant because they're not even serving cow. Um, they are served kangaroo. <laughs> and Anne makes a point to tell us that there must have been something in the kangaroo because the girls are loopy and um, the inner lesbian comes out in Norrell and she's like, I want to kiss a girl. She kisses Anne. Again, choices. <laughs> I mean, Anne I'm is- sure she's lovely. <laughs> Head scratch. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure she has a great personality. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, if your personality is shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Traps. <laughs> um, back at the penthouse, Anne, Amanda, Norell, and Eva want to go in the hot tub. Um, they say naked, but then they're seen wearing bathing suits. So yeah. no one's nude at this time, unfortunately. Um, and Yaya's like, you have your own party. We're going to have our own party. So then Yaya, Takara, and Nicole have a lovely um, after-dinner conversation. And they're cheering to the competition. Good for them. And yet Cassie's on the phone again with her mom. And she learns that her uncle is sick and she wants to go home. Because family means everything to her. Because family is what Ohana <laughs> and this is where we know cassie is getting the (laughs) dreaded elimination edit it happens to the best of us actually no speak for yourself (laughs) so then tyra mail arrives and it says from week to week the stress is getting worse and worse but tomorrow you'll double over from all the strain so is someone throwing up on camera? Throwing up or... Is this like tub girl the... or something? <laughs> what? The real ones? No. The real ones? No. <clears throat> All right. I hate you for that. <laughs> At the photo shoot, they meet Miss J, who is in boy drag. Serving butch. Yeah. Butch queen realness. Yeah, for real. Uh, that's pushing it. It's, I believe well, he's I serving. It. She's ser- well, he's serving butch. Yeah. He's, yeah, okay. Uh, and Miss J brings out this 
beautiful woman in an evening gown. Who? A what? She says she's beautiful. She okay. says she's beautiful. Um, and it's actually Jay Manuel in drag in Patrick Swayze in Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar drag. Mr. J explains that he's done this being in drag to demonstrate the power of transformation, which is the theme of the photo shoot. Each girl will be shot twice in extremely different looks and they will be interacting with each other and then the shots will be composited into a single image. The Ford Mustang is their product placement guest star who gets a lot of attention that no one asked for. She gets polished. The photographer is Davide, and the shoot goes very fast. So we're going to cover some of what happened in judging the judges. So the next day we have Tyra Mail. And announces the panel is the next day. So the guest judge this week is Mark Bauer. Ugh. Again, do we have to? Yeah. And the next challenge is for the girls to meet with the panel as the House of Je ne sais quoi modeling agency, which is a high buffoonery and high tomfoolery, but mostly just dumb. Mm -hmm. Then the girls get their critiques. Eva's is amazing, no shock, and has potential, which is questionable. Where? Cassie, yeah, I, maybe she sat on it and it stuck to the <laughs> I don't know. Cassie was not pushing through enough. Because she was pushing down. Amanda, bad, just no feeling. Narelle needs confidence, gorgeous in costume, which is slightly concerning because you want a model to actually have presence when they're not in costume, but whatever. Yaya, fierce, but not a model in her plain look. Nicole, not good. It was all wrong from all wrong. top to bottom, left to right. And then Takara, they said, was very pretty, but she was losing the passion in her eyes. Well, next we have elimination, our favorite part of the show. Um, first is... First up is Eva, rightly so. Um, then we have Anne. We're really concerned now. I'm not sure what was going on. Who? I think the judges had the kangaroo from the night before, too. I have a huge problem with just this entire stretch. Like, <laughs> yeah. after the first one, it is just like, like threw darts <laughs> at a board, and we're like, yeah, it's good enough. Yes, it's like, close your eyes, Janice, and throw the dart. Well, you know what? Maybe Janice's eyes were open, still throwing darts. It, you get the same outcome, probably. The drugs were kicked in, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. After Anne, you have Yaya, which is, I'm not sure why. Um, and then you have Norel, Amanda, Nicole, and then our bottom two, we have Takara the Body Jones, along with Cassie. I wasn't going to finish my sentence on that one. And then Takara, Takara. <laughs> Tyra says that Takara has a vivacious personality, while Cassie has none. <laughs> and I mean, it's true. It's true. She's from Oklahoma. If there are any Okies out there with a personality, show yourself. <laughs> Gauntlets were thrown. <laughs> um, Takara is called, thankfully, and Cassie has to go home. Cassie is just, you know, I think she's kind of happy and she says she's glad that she never has to see these girls ever again. And she never wants to live with a group of girls ever again. Uh, Me neither. Dunzo. All right, well, let's do a little judging of the judges. I'll see you in court. Um, the panel conversation this week was absolutely insane. It was it was high octane, high. What's that word when you, it's something like it's like really nerving? Is it high some high strung, or is that something else? Yeah, high strung. I think okay. that could be used in this context. Okay, it it was, whew, the shots were being fired everywhere. Well, these photos, I think, are very polarizing. So that's part, I mean, they are polarized within. And I think 
the reception mm-hmm. of them was also like not super consistent mm-hmm. and and also everyone's opinions were wrong throughout the judging absolutely so amanda is um kind of like uh some kind of like party girl like short little skirt shiny blouse and then her extreme look is like i don't even know what she's wearing it's like, like very avant-garde new wave like it's like gothic. yeah it's like steam it's almost like steampunk she looks a little like a sock puppet she does it's yeah it's, it's giving any lennox but like sock puppet i don't hate it though like that's the weird thing is it's mm-hmm. it's so strange against the other image that she took that it's like these things are opposed i wish they interacted more but other than that like it's not a bad photo i think like she's still gorgeous yeah, yeah i also think they did they picked the wrong photo for this look i'm sure amanda had better <laughs> photos because you can hear saying you can hear jay saying oh that's really good yeah so it's just like because in the photo it looks like she's just resting on the car in her alter ego you know look and i can see why there's no passion but in the her pedestrian photo there's there's some sass in there she's cocking her hip mm-hmm. um her, her you know she has her head tilted it's very snooty which i think is a, a great strength to have in this type of photo because it's the complete opposite so i'm not i'm the streamline is just not there i think for the creative so in nicole's photo she is getting into the car in some kind of dress uh and then her extreme look is biker not quite sure what it is it's i was getting biker grunge from it there's like mad max braids yeah a little mad max that's that's good but like like then but mel gibson mad max not the tom hardy mad max not with charlie Theron. it's low budget (laughs) uh and both are bad (laughs) oh i hate that photo our friend Anne. And I'm not surprised that they say anything about her legs. Both legs are being are pointed up. Like she has one leg raised in each photo. Yeah. And, and they're pointed in the same direction. So it like really draws your eye away from her, which maybe mm-hmm. is why they liked it so much. Yeah. <laughs> so her normie look is uh, definitely like rich bitch wearing a fur, some heels, mm-hmm. going to the country club. And then the it's wild the country look. club. Yeah. He's going to this, yeah. this bitch is going to the, to the Plaza Hotel. She's not going to no country club. The wild look is something where she's been covered in latex. Oil. Like like a body paint. And leather pants. It doesn't make any sense. What even is Is it supposed to be like fur versus plastics? Uh, I I couldn't tell you. That's the only way I can like. I was not there when this. this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was not there in that meeting. Narelle is wearing um, a very, you know girly flirty yeah like um librarian after dark black dress Mm -hmm. and then her wild look is some sort of perhaps culturally appropriative amazon warrior look question mark Uh, can you appropriate the amazon though well it's not her culture and it's it's kind of a caricature of a culture i would say too on top of that Okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I would I would put it in that category of like I mean, you shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not great. Um, Cassie's. You know what, Cassie's. I don't hate that much. I think she kind of she played her roles mm-hmm. the best of her abilities. I mean, she is like, it's giving virgin in the other in the plain Jane look, and then the other one's giving like you know Dom dominatrix. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say something controversial. Get brave. I actually love this photo. <laughs> 
I think okay, well, you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> did you sprain your shoulder patting yourself on the back there? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Um, I think the dominatrix look has body. Like, it's yeah. on point, and I love Fact. the pose. I think the faces in both of her images are gone. Like, they could be anyone. Agree. But I yes. think she's doing. She's creating narrative, whether she wanted to or not. I honestly think she was trying to phone it in, but... That's my she just wasn't opinion. there. I agree. I don't yeah. think she's the worst. I'm going to say that. Takara's photo shoot is a little problematic because they've made um, one of the Black contestants be a, a valet uh, who has gotten the car for uh, a Marilyn Monroe surrogate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Takara, gorgeous in her movie star look. And the other look, she looks appropriately frumpy. But who wants a frumpy photo? I think this photo is... Like, I think this hurts Takara's confidence in a big way. Agree. Like, the way in which she was treated. Well, then Michelle's like, we got to tape her boobs down major. And I'm like, okay, don't right. say that in front of her. Or, like, just be more, like, conscious of, like, you're talking to a person. It's like, Takara, we're going to have to tape your breasts down to make sure that they are, like, fit. Like, okay, that makes more sense. But talking yeah. about her as if she is a piece of meat and does not have feelings is, like, I don't, I don't know who hired this Michelle stylist. I want to see her portfolio prior to this. I want to see what she's done after this. That too. I want to know where she lives. <laughs> I just want to talk. She probably lives in West Hollywood. Uh, so then we have Eva, who is serving, um, you know, butch dude. It's butch good. lesbian. Uh, and then she's also serving girly girl. Couture. You know, mermaid fantasy dress mm-hmm. with long, luscious red hair. Um, she is giving everything. She did a- she the did a really good job of making herself look longer too. Yeah, I, the wig looks cheap though. I'm not a fan mm, of the red agree, hair. Agree. Yeah, she did the damn thing. The last shot with Yaya. She, I like. I don't even know what she is on the left. She's it's like she's giving. 50s, 50s. <laughs> it's giving housewife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much that. Her extreme look is definitely yeah, like, Coco. Yeah. <laughs> it's giving Yakoko. Gi- Giovanni's living. Um, Not the art history reference. I just passed that class. She's like an 18th century. She said 17th century. Okay, 17. But a ghost. But also dead. But Love. also fierce. Yeah. I mean, oof, the neck collar. You know me. I'm obsessed. It's all Nothing happening. wrong. Nothing. As much as the judges hated her regular photo, is she still emoting something? Because right. Jay loved her re- her reactions in this it's look powerful so i'm just i'm really confused how some things get to tyra that other things just don't get to tyra right mm-hmm. like yes. this was wild we have a narrative don't you know you i you wouldn't be able to tell by if these were in a magazine of some sort i'd be like what is going on here mm-hmm. w- yeah. why is their car why is the car in there the car has nothing to do with anything <laughs> yeah nothing like they could have just used no. the fucking stagecoach that would have made more sense for half these photos mm-hmm Ooh, the only one, ooh, the car, the ca- Takara's is the only one where the car is part of the narrative. Because it's her, because she's a fucking valet. valet. Yeah. And then I could also see Eva's working. Like, that one's fine. Like, man trying to impress, like, beautiful woman, like, mm-hmm. using his yeah. car. Everyone else, get rid of them. We don't yeah. need it. Okay. I don't need it. I don't want to see that. <laughs> okay. Let's get to the drama. Okay, so Jacob, as the guest of honor, who would you call first? Oh, I'm honored. Um, I would probably still call Eva first. I think it makes the most sense. It's the less egregious, and both poses do pretty well. 
Like if you were rating it like 50%, 50%, I feel like she's mostly there with okay. the other girls. One is way stronger than the other and both of hers are pretty solid. Agree, agree. So she's at 100. So I would she's say ahead, that. She's, okay, okay. But she's ahead of the curve. Very much so. Okay, and who would you send home? I would probably send Nicole home. I think Not the way in which she's posed in both of her images is troubling. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. The narrative isn't there. She isn't interacting with herself at all. It's like the her her alter her her nasty photo, like the evil one, is like she's about to like throw a fucking spear. But I think mm-hmm. there's like a there's like a a whip in her hand. Mm-hmm. It's not it does it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't like work. There's for me. there's something missing in between the two figures. That like, <laughs> yeah. There's no dialogue. What's happening? Yeah, way opposites, way opposites. Charlie, who would you call first? Um, you know what. I actually agree with that assessment. I might, uh, my bottom two would be Nicole and Narelle um, because Narelle's two characters are not really interacting at all. They're not even on the same like timeline. But I do think that Nicole's is worse because a, and when she's hidden behind a door, so you don't see the look, you don't Mm -hmm. see the anything about her. And in the other look, you just see far too much of her. Uh, and none of it makes sense. And in Takara's defense, yes, she is also behind a door, but she is at least pulling herself forward with her arm, addressing the other figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who would you call first? I would call Eva first. I mean, I think I do think I, I like everyone's point that she's really involved the car and the narrative in a way that I, no one but Takara did. But um, Takara's photos just like it is really lacking kind of some energy. Um, even though I think she did the best with what she was given. Dr. Anaya, what do you say? I'm going to have to agree, disagree with both of you. I'm going to have to call Anne first. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> just For a kidding. second, I thought, oh, I have to fire Giovanni now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just blocked kidding. and reported. <laughs> uh, take away the password. Um, no, I would definitely call Eva first. I think it is the best of the bunch. Granted, the, the film overall wasn't that great. Um, my bottom two, I'm going to have a bottom three, honestly. And Norell and Nicole. And I would probably, I probably would see, because from the outside looking in, we saw this whole episode and we saw how much Norell is really not that great of a model. I was in Norell home. Because at least Nicole is boring, but she at least, you know, has there's something there hopefully we hope but Norel is just like she can't walk in heels she is lacking confidence like go home do it does anyone else think nicole maybe got saved because we know she can take a good photo yes i think it's okay. she's proven in the past that she, she can take a good photo which is why she was called you know where she was called in whereas i think Norel was like i mean nicole was <laughs> called right before the bottom two yeah and Norel okay. was called before her yeah and amanda so, yes and i and, and norelle knows that she's been coasting all right well let's let's do one smice to live let's talk about the drama first of all when the five tardy girls go back up to Nicole Miller to get info on where to go to the next go-see, they are awful. It is some of the worst behavior I've ever seen. It is secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. 
traumatic to watch. Eva is standing in a doorway of some employee's office, waving this half full frappuccino while she's like literally shouting at her. And the employee's like, do you want me to help you? And Eva's like, yes, we need to know where we're going. And it's like, it's not her job to help you. Her job is to work for Nicole Miller. Absolutely. And she's like, the the lady's like, the car left you? (laughs) And Eva's like, yeah. (laughs) Like not saying why the car left them. Right. So then they're running around. And like everything they do does not help Eva. And there was like people in the showroom too. Like we're like, when like Takara and Anne were like fighting, they like almost run into this lady. Mm. And then, um, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. So finally, Anne does get the address of the next go see from a very kind receptionist who went above and beyond. And who looks like Agent Garcia from Criminal Minds. It is just spot. <laughs> if you know, you know, it is just like on the T, like the glasses, the hair. It's what she's do. It's what yeah. she's meant to do is and, to provide information to people. And very upsettingly, our fave Takara like shrieks at her while she's trying to grab the address out of Anne's hand. And it's like, why, why, why is this happening? And why did they not get yelled at by Tyra for this? Because it is truly, I've seen Tyra yell at them for much worse than this, mm-hmm. or much less than that. Mm-hmm. All right. So at the photo shoot, the stylist and Takara get into it. Takara complains that none of the clothes fit her and that all of the other girls got into these glamorous looks and she was wondering why she looks like she works at a bowling alley. The stylist is like, what do you expect me to do? My job? Like, get racks of clothes that fit you? I mean, (laughs) yes, Michelle, that's kind of the point. That's what you're supposed to do. Divorce. So while she's trying to fit the bowling alley shirt, as we call it, which Side note, I could totally rock that shirt. It's incredible. But while she's trying to fit it on Takara, she pinches her back with a clamp and Takara shrieks for a second time in this episode. And it is loud. Like, and Michelle's like, oh, she got pinched. Bitch, how am I going to yeah. pinch you? Right? Turn around, Michelle. So these two ladies are not friends at this Mm-mm. point. I think we can all agree. They are so, never, ever you know, getting Michelle- back together. Never. I hope, I hope Takara never had to see Michelle after this experience on Top Model. No, I hope she did. I mean, well, that, well, you, you know, yeah, I guess. I'd pay and to see that. Takara walks in with her shopping bags and she's <laughs> like, do you remember me? <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. No, she walks in with her fucking Vogue Italia cover. <laughs> Just throws her a copy. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Do you want me to it's sign great. one for you? Do you want to sign one? Are you such a fan? But the funny thing is, is that Michelle like feigns that it's an accident and like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm sure that shit hurt. Mm-hmm. Like Michelle, let me let me let me let me boil you with steam real quick and see if it's just steam that hurts you. Fucking bitch. Get her. <laughs> and then at panel, the drama just even intensifies more and they get into it on behalf of Takara. Tyra is obviously team Takara because she is team um inclusiveness and wants everybody to be represented. But Janice and Mark, who you can find at TJ Maxx on the fortune 99 rack, um, are just not having it. I said it. Less who is Mark money. Bauer? Please. Please. I don't know, but he sounds tired. Mm-hmm. And he looks tired, too. Worn out. Fucking poppers. <laughs> and they're just, like, not having it. They're like, Takara has no future in fashion. And all in, all while Mark is saying Takara has no future in fashion, he's like, and has potential to be a star. And I'm like, sir, you have been sniffing too much jungle juice because I don't know mm-hmm. where the hell you are getting that connection from Anne. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the taste, not there. I think Mark. I think Mark and Jenna's had COVID before anybody else did. But Mark should write a novel because he is great at spinning some fiction. <laughs> it, it, I can tell you, but it's not going to be on the best-selling list. <laughs> <laughs> Bargain bin. Mm-hmm. It's called Anne, a model story. Her <laughs> <Or> expose. <laughs> um, and then Tyra's like Janice. Not just a few episodes ago, a few episodes ago, you were like Team Takara. Takara, you can win this. You're gonna beat these scony, these bony bitches' ass. You can be an, you can be the winner. And then now she's like, she wants to go home. And Tyra's like, you can't be such a flip flopper. That's, that's Jay's role. <laughs> Um, Jay's the bottom. Just, oh well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, then Miss Jay. <laughs> and then she's just like, "You're just being disingenuous." And all Takara is is doing is being her true, authentic self. Um, and then Tyra's like, "You know," and I feel like this is the oldest excuse in the book that people use in fashion a lot is Kate Moss, or how like she's so short and she's not gonna make it. Um, and she feels that Takara can do the same. I, I think using Kate Moss is a different example because Kate Moss is already skinny white lady who had the only thing that was stopping her was that she was short yeah. <laughs> where Takara mm-hmm. is black, black and big <laughs> a plus mm-hmm. size model so it's like mm, Tyra not the best comparison but you tried your best and then Tyra tells Janice that she's in, engaging in discrimination based on size and Janice is like I give up because <laughs> she knows she's going to lose this battle because her boss it's not says, your show girl <laughs> exactly no. who signs your check janice who can get up? fired Start your own <laughs> which she does well let's visit with our antm contributions to pop culture from this week dr there's a lot yeah let's hear it um so for me it's gonna be i think the ghosty part i think seeing New York American designers being featured on the show was great. Granted, some of them are very problematic, including Ooh. one of our faves, Diane. Diane, I'm really sorry. I love you. You are you change women's fashion, but for you to say that you're not looking for like a girl like Takara and that other people probably are not the best. Yeah. Not, not Diane, the best. call me. I, and she's the president of CFDA. Well, I think hopefully she was the one at the time too, but like do better, Diane. We yeah. love you, but mm-hmm. do better. Yeah. Um, and then Mark, I was just garbage. Um, Jacob, is there anything you want to acknowledge? Or I got gonna... nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna shout out Takara um, because I think this is a this is a very Takara centric episode, and it's one where we see her addressing the 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 adversity that we know that she's gonna face in the industry, and she handles it like like a pro, like a star. I think that she gets appropriately angry when she gets shit on by people who are supposed to be helping her. Um, and aside from her moment where she behaves inappropriately, which I'll, Takara, I forgive you. You do a lot of good. I do think that this is an important moment in her arc. And it's also, I think, the thing that we know ultimately gets her eliminated from the show is that no one can dress her like she can dress herself. Mm-hmm. Big girl. Um, let's move into cringe of the week. Ew, gross. For me, it is all the commotion and the holleration at the house of Nicole Miller. I, I, this was not a dancery girls. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't know how, I don't know if Nicole left. 
after the go see and she wasn't there in the office but I don't know how you as a designer could let this happen in your own showroom like I would have come out and been like what the fuck are y'all doing Mm -hmm. in my showroom like what are I'm about to call Tyra myself and be like your girls are being hella disruptive and another thing you're all fired (laughs) yeah it's just like I I know had this not been on a reality show this would not have been tolerated yeah, anywhere true like they would have gotten kicked out absolutely uh, contracts terminated you would mm-hmm. have gone back to work at sonic like <laughs> not acceptable get on those skates girl mm-hmm. talk about pain <laughs> jacob what is your cringe so i have two big ones the first one is at the top of the episode narelle using the r word to describe herself um one girl no <laughs> two girl just absolutely not <laughs> and another thing <laughs> don't yeah and then the other one was Anne's delusion about her having a personality and then that's gonna help her in the go my favorite part with Anne in this episode is where they're like can you do something with your face and she like <laughs> smiles and they're like yes that's it you look alive <laughs> literally uh, anything yeah it, it, it was it was giving <laughs> You're a model. You look like Linda Evangelista. <laughs> <laughs> she could go out there in a diaper and they eat her up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? Great for Anne having the confidence that she thinks she has a personality. I love that Anne has the confidence of a prettier, better yeah. girl. <laughs> if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? <laughs> you know what's frustrating is that she made like second place in that challenge. Yes. Absolutely. I know. Yeah. Crazy. I was like, who? Because like Mark, Mark because must have her body, because of the body. Yeah, that's it. And she had a good, I mean, oh she has, has a good walk. I mean, compared to Noelle, her walk was pretty good. I'd give her that. But compared to Norell, is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. And everyone, has an atrocious everyone walk. walks. <laughs> okay. So that, that's what that, was that bar is low. Okay, fine. What about you, Any, Charlie? Well, so first of all, Mark Bauer ruthlessly advocating for Anne to have any kind of potential or career I thought was extremely cringe um and made me question his taste um does he have it did he ever I mean Saxby said the same thing right and and just actually generally like Mark's whole participation in the episode I thought was very cringe like telling Cassie that her hips were too big um of course he doesn't know that she's bulimic but yet maybe consider the impact of your words on people on a young model. Yeah. You don't have to say things out loud, Mark. Yeah, that's I, pref- o- that's an I prefer smaller. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mark, I prefer my men to be buff. <laughs> I mean, why? Do you have to like slide them through a pipe or something? Is that part of your show? <laughs> Their hips can only be so wide. He's like, your thighs are kind of big. We're going to unzip the dress a little bit so you don't rip it. Oh, he's the worst. He is. Well, where is Cassie now? In three, two, one, breaking news. Where is she? Who? All right. So where can we find Cassie now? Well, well, you can't. We're we're taking answers. So DM. <laughs> yeah. Cassie, if you're out there, we support you, but become a public figure, please. It's Cassie, like, you weren't our image, favorite. Your picture wasn't bad. You weren't our favorite, like, but you weren't the worst. What we do know is that she graduated from college in Oklahoma. She did some test shots, but literally nothing else. So mm-hmm. nothing culminated out of that. Uh, she got married to Grant James in February of 2009. And they have a couple, they have, the couple has two kids. Um, so wherever CJ is, bless your heart. 
But yeah, Cassie went back to being an Oklahomian. So good for her. Well, that brings us to the end of this journey. Uh, Jacob, it's been wonderful to have you back again. Um, just want to remind our listeners to follow the pod at YWBOTPOD on every service that matters and none that don't. <laughs> Jacob, where can folks find you? Well, you probably shouldn't, but if you need to, <laughs> I am at Jacob underscore underscore layman. That's J A C O B underscore underscore L E H M A N N on Instagram and on Twitter. Woo woo. And that's really all I need you to find me at. Do it. Not LinkedIn. <laughs> well, if you need some work done, sure. Dr. Naya, uh, how about you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore according to Joe. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at Giovanni underscore Anaya. If you want to be updated on Giovanni's monthly I'm never drinking again tweet, <laughs> you should definitely follow him on Twitter. <laughs> I will contest like it is a good time. <laughs> At least I'm consistent. <laughs> and Charlie Virgo. Yes. <laughs> Need I say more? Wow, dragged. <laughs> Literally. Um, Charlie, where can our listeners follow you? I am Charles Jensen on Instagram and Charles underscore Jensen on Twitter. Justin use his email. <laughs> also, just a quick shout out. My book is available for pre-order. It's coming out in March. You should definitely pre-order it because I need your money. He needs your money to fund this podcast. <laughs> Basically, your money goes right into this podcast. Um, and just so you know, if you are DMing the socials, um, know that you're DMing me, and so you have to agree with everything that I say, or if not, you won't be responded to. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, I'm and joking. that's why I've been blocked. <laughs> <laughs> if Jenna isn't your favorite model, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much for your time. It was great to see you, Jacob. Thanks for coming back, Doctor oh, Naya. Thank you one, for having me. Sorry, one last thing. If you are listening on Apple Podcast, um, please leave us a review. review. Rate and review. <laughs> yeah, five stars. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Bye. 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 Make good choices.